0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Great final, great win for Team USA. Carly Lloyd, epic performance. The big rating won't be a surprise to me, and the reason is because of national pride. The rating isn't so much about women's soccer as it is Team USA with a world title on the line. Fans love cheering the red, white, and blue. Soccer continues to win over fans. Young girls all over the country will want to be the next Carly Lloyd. Even the haters have to acknowledge that. This showing and TV rating will only help to continue the growth of soccer. I think Harrison Barnes is the type of role model any parent would want their kid to emulate. Humble, hardworking, well-spoken, successful. He represents the state of Iowa with class. Oh, and he's an NBA champion at the age of 23. That's living the good life. Finally, Sporting News did a bracket-style tournament to determine the best sports video game of all time. The winner, NHL 94. Great game, but not my choice. Gimme NBA Jam, Boom Shakalaka, or Tecmo Bowl with the unstoppable Bo Jackson, and maybe a sprinkle of Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Man,
1: I miss those old-school video games. NASCAR asked fans at all its tracks, including the Iowa Speedway, to stop flying Confederate flags. You know what Rebels don't like? Being told what to do. NASCAR ensured, at least for a while, we'll see more Confederate flags, not fewer. NASCAR is finally on the right side of history, even as it looks reactionary. What is now known as the Confederate flag was never actually the official flag of the Confederacy. There were three. The original, which confused rebel soldiers due to the flag's resemblance to the Union, so it was changed, to this one, which was known as the Stainless Banner. With no wind, it could be mistaken as a white flag of surrender, so a red stripe was added at the end of the flag. The flag we all picture in our minds is actually a battle flag used by General Lee. After the war, it rarely flew anywhere for 75 years until a movement sparked its popularity, the Civil Rights Movement. Suddenly, Confederate battle flags turned up everywhere. While revisionist historians would have us believe slavery wasn't the main reason Southern states seceded, it was. In fact, Mississippi, South Carolina, Georgia, Texas, and other states stated slavery as the primary reason right up front. Sure, it wasn't the only thing, but it was the main thing. No, the the South seceded for states' rights. Yeah, the right to have slaves. War was really about property rights. Yes, and the property? Human beings. Other revisionists would have us believe the North fought to end slavery. That's wrong too. The North fought to preserve the Union and at times brutalized the South. This isn't black and white, even though much of it is about black and white. I've known many people, a few who are friends, who see the Confederate flag as nothing more than a symbol of the Old South, a proud nod to heritage. They fly it the way I wear the old Patriots logo. Nostalgia, brotherhood, being part of something. But here's the truth. That flag is offensive to millions of Americans. And to them, that flag represents slavery, oppression, and the darkest chapter in American history. And that should be enough. There's probably someone somewhere flying a Nazi flag because he says it represents discipline. But all we see is a hateful white supremacist. This isn't political, or shouldn't be. The Confederate battle flag shouldn't fly over South Carolina's state house or any government building. It belongs in a museum. But beyond that, we don't need to tell people what to do. People tell me to stick to scores and highlights. You see how that's working out. Be it ignorance, denial, or hatred, this is America. We have freedom of speech. You're allowed to express yourself, even if you look like a moron. It's why in the 90s I was allowed to wear jorts. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. As for the predictable PC overcorrection, we make a serious, thoughtful issue worthy of discourse cheapened when we start pulling Dukes of Hazard toys off Amazon.com and the show itself off TV Land. Memo to TV Land, you're airing a show about bumbling, lovable Nazis. Hogan's Heroes doesn't make you pro-Hitler, and the general lead doesn't make you pro-slavery. But it's good we're all talking. Time to toss around some more topics. We
0: call it Face Off. Keith, another sad week in Cyclone Nation. Former basketball star Jackson Roman was found dead at home in his pool. Mm. I remember Roman as
1: a player and he was a lot of fun to watch. His death had me watching old videos and I had forgotten just how good Roman was in the post. Relentless rebounder and sneaky scorer. I always feel bad when it takes death to remind us of someone we hadn't thought about in a while. Based on Instagram, it does appear Jackson Roman lived life to the fullest while he had the chance. He did. England's Laura
0: Bassett single-handedly sent Japan to the World Cup Final after Mm. an own goal in stoppage time of the semifinals. Is this something she will ever get over?
1: No. Bassett may have a happy, productive life. I hope she does, but she'll never completely be over this. I mean, how how could you be, though? it, It was just an accident. So hard to watch that happen to someone. It was nice to see support from all around the world, but, man, how do you shake that? I'm still reliving some of the errors I made in Little League. Oh, she'll never live it down. What a week for the John
0: Deere Classic. Not only do they get fan favorite Zach Johnson and Jordan Spieth, who's halfway to the Grand Slam, but Bill Murray. Yes, the Bill Murray
1: will play in the Pro-Am on Wednesday. How cool is that? It's the coolest. Bill Murray is a guy who never stopped being funny. He's aged gracefully, but is still funny. Underrated as a serious actor. Jordan Spieth, as you said, is halfway to the Slam, but I'd rather see Bill Murray, although... I feel for him. Do you think people follow him and shout Caddyshack lines the whole time? Probably. Get in the hole! Uh, What a week for the JDC. It's in the hole. We have a new hot dog eating champion. Matt
0: Stoney ate 62 hot dogs in 10 minutes to upset Joey Chestnut in the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Chestnut only ate 60.
1: (sighs) Is this championship cool or gross? It's mostly gross. I mean, I... I can't quite watch, and I can't quite turn it off. I mean, I'm fascinated, but I also have no desire to watch guys oh. Oh. just choke on their food. It, it's gross. I, I just can't believe Chestnut. All right. Lost. Uh, that's like UAB over Iowa State, right? I mean, Chestnut lost.
0: All dynasties come to an end, Man. along with the butter cow at the state fair. There
1: will be. Butter Monopoly. Good choice? No. Well, I don't know. I'm not excited at all right now. Butter Monopoly? What is Iowa about that? Get the thimble out. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we get the wheelbarrow with butter. Uh, we all have the same memories of Monopoly. The game either lasts five hours or until someone quits because they're frustrated or you had the relentless Andy Fails type who bought up all the big oh. hotels. Oh, what about... Terrible. What about Butter Hayden Fry? Butter Fry. Mm. Or, or Butter Fred Hoiberg. Hoy Butter.